0: Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to OJ in the Morning, Episode 7, and also Part 2 of our Church Series. This is Jotham. And this is Obed. And we also have a special guest with us and here we... today. Would you want to introduce yourself? A
1: very special
0: guest.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Michaela. Um, I'm a Bible College student at Portland Bible College. I, well, I used to go to school with both of these guys, but one decided to leave and go back home to Canada Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm a theology major, and I um, emphasize in worship, which is actually what we're going to be talking today.
0: We're going to be talking about mm. worship. Yeah, this is a this is a, this is a topic that a lot of people can have a lot of misconceptions about, depending mm-hmm. on how they were raised or what religion they were raised in. Yes. Um So just to start off, like, what is your guys's perspective? of worship because both of you guys are both um, involved in worship teams at your church. So I just want to get your guys' yeah. perspective first.
1: Yeah, I think we have a I, not that a different like not a different, I guess uh, understanding of worship or like a diff- whole another different idea of worship. I think just because we're both musicians and we're a- involved in worship I guess like from a musical and kind of like we're on I guess like the stage if you wanna call it. Like we have I, I I think similar but different perspectives, you know, rather than being someone who attends church and is just and is is, is there not, you know, with singing or, or is not, I guess part of the worship team, you know. And wherever you go, I think church worship will look a lot different. Mm -hmm. Uh, But worship to me, I think all boils down to just giving thanks to God Um, and giving praise to God in that wherever I am, wherever, you know, whatever might be going on, whatever season of life is just to it's, it's it's to me, it's a recognizing who God is. Um, and understanding where I am in relation to God and just giving Him thanks and praise for who He is and who He's, who he's been to me. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, I think that's what worship is. And it looks different um, a lot of the time because, I mean, Michaela and I are both so involved in worship, like in a worship team. I play the drums, she plays the piano, she sings. Mm-hmm. She's more talented. <laughs> uh, <No. laughs> and um, so like, yeah, I think like there's a different perspective, I guess, than, than you know, being on a worship team as to opposed to being part of the congregation. There's a different perspective, but I think the goal and the whole, like the point of it to me is give, just giving thanks to God and giving glory to him for who he is. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah.
2: Um for me, do you want my perspective as a musician and then as just as a believer and follower of Jesus?
0: <laughs> I think you can do both. Okay. Do both, yeah.
2: Okay. So as a musician in worship, I think my perspective is a lot of times I think this is something that the church kind of struggles with in our today as that church can sometimes be more of a show and a performance, especially on the worship side, than it is an actual heart thing that we're doing in an actual church service. And so for me as a musician, I think it's really important that in a corporate worship setting on a Sunday, that the emphasis is on a genuine place of worship rather than the excellence and the execution of a worship service. Like, have we all prayed and have we all asked God to have control of the worship service. And as a musician, not coming from um, a self-interested perspective of worship, but coming Mm. on a Sunday, completely surrendered to Jesus and empty to let God flow through. Um, I think that's really important as a musician in a worship setting, because once you have a motive in your heart, coming into the presence of God and a motive for yourself and leading others into worship, it creates a block for God to flow as, through you. Mm. It and it, you become a stagnant in the place for the presence of God. And that's, that's completely comes against what we should be doing as a church and leading people into the presence of God. We want to be less of us so that God can come mm. and flow. Mm. But as an individual, when I think about worship, is um I think worship comes from an understanding that um worship comes from an understanding of who you are compared to God. Like we mm. are nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and come on. And God is everything. Like without Him we're we're actually nothing. <laughs> and so mm. worship I think is everyday Submitting and surrendering, waking up and saying, God, my desires are not mine. My, my life's not mine. Who I, like, what I plan is not mine. God, have control.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think
2: that's what worship looks, looks like in, in, for me in my individual life is waking up and surrendering and submitting my life mm-hmm. that day to him and letting him have full control and realizing that nothing I don't owe. God doesn't owe me anything in my life. Mm-hmm. But I owe him my worship, my praise, and my full surrender. And I think that's what worship looks like for me as an individual in my in my daily life.
0: Hmm. I like that. I like how you said that worship is like knowing yourself in comparison to God.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because <You know>? yeah. <laughs> there, there's
0: a pretty big discrepancy there. And I think a lot of the times we can run the risk of making worship about us and making worship about how we feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know I've done it before. I'm just kind of like, oh, I don't feel like worshiping. Therefore, like, I'm not going to worship. Not gonna worship, you know, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. or if I don't feel anything when I'm worshiping, then I'm doing something wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: yeah, like, it's man, worship like, with God today. God must have really not shown up. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Like, I think we all, we're all guilty of, like, thinking that at some point. Yeah. Because we've kind of lost the focus of what worship is actually about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at least from, like, we're speaking, I guess, from um, a congregational, like, music standpoint of, like, yeah, like, there, when it happens, like, when the worship is, um, there's there are moments in worship where, like, you really feel the presence of God. And, you know, there's a scripture that says God inhabits the praises of his people. And there are moments yeah. where that is so evident and you just feel... <laughs> an unexplainable presence around you and it it can only be explained as the presence of God and then there are other moments when you're worshiping and you feel nada you feel nothing zip zilch and you're just kind of (laughs) and you're just sitting there just kind of like am I doing something wrong or do I just not I just not feeling it you know and you can walk away from those moments kind of being of skeptical it's feeling like yeah i feel like worship wasn't that great you know maybe something was off with the leaders or something was off with the drums or the bass or something was off in my heart i don't know (laughs) but it's just kind of like worship is not about what we get out of it worship is not about what we feel worship is not about us you know i think yeah kind of what you were saying michaela that it's about god it's about focusing everything we have on god all our attention on who he is and i think i guess from like again from a musical perspective like the songs we're singing like god has to be the center of all of them you know mm-hmm. i know like yeah. when i felt when i i listened to some quote-unquote worship songs and it's more about me when i'm singing it yeah. like the, the words are more <laughs> yeah. like about me mm-hmm. what i get out of it this is how i feel and just kind of like yeah as i've grown older and as i've grown in my walk with god i've kind of come to realize that that's not really worship it's just music and music is good you know especially when it's like uplifting and stuff but when i can't define that as worship you know worship is being in awe of who god is worship is Mm -hmm. describing who he is what he's done and glorifying him and giving him praise you know it's not about me it's about him and I think yeah. in those moments, that's when worship is the most pure when it's not about what I get out of it. It's not about what I feel. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. fixing my eyes on who he is and letting my Adjust situations him. and everything. I think i like just be set on him rather than be set on my situations or where I am. Cause I think we all run the risk of doing that when we're in a tough season or when things suck <laughs> and we're like, man, I do not want to, Go and worship you know like that's some that's the place where I get pretty often is this kind of man everything sucks I do not want to go to church or I don't want to go in my room and worship and praise yeah, because I have nothing to praise about and that's kind of where my mind goes but that's the complete yeah. opposite of the truth you know the, just the fact that I have been saved the fact that I'm a sinner who's been set free mm-hmm. the fact that on, Jesus Lord. paid the price for me. He was Come crucified, Lord. and his blood covers every sin I've ever committed and will ever commit. That's, Lord. like, that's more than enough to worship mm. about, right? And I yeah. think that's kind of the essence of what worship is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's my perspective.
2: <laughs> I I think, like, on, on top of what you just said, like, I think, like, what you were saying about having um, – being thankful just for the fact of God dying and saving us mm. should be enough. Yeah. And I think in seasons where we're like depressed or like in hard, tough seasons and when everything's falling apart. We think God owes us mm. something. <laughs> we, go worship. we go to We go we go and worship thinking, God, you owe me like this comfort you owe me, Mm. like all these different things make me feel better about myself and my situation. Mm. But that is not worship. Worship is even when you're in those broken places, understanding there's still things to be thankful for and finding fulfillment in that. Like, wow, God, like you restored me, you saved me, you've redeemed me. I'm so thankful even in this midst midst of brokenness, Mm. I want to worship you. And once you become too self-interested or self-focused in our worship, that's when we become, that's when we start getting close to worshiping ourselves. Yeah. Making ourselves a God and Mm -hmm. making ourselves the center of our world as us.
0: That's so good. That's amazing, actually. So, yeah,
1: I think, I think worship, sorry, Um, I think worship, the only way to do that really, I think, is just to create a lifestyle of worship. Mm. And what I mean by that is um, because there's tough times, like you said, Jotham, where you don't want to worship or maybe you don't feel like worshiping, quote, I guess, mm. and you just don't feel it. Like, oh, I don't really, God, I don't want to worship you right now. But I think it's just creating, like, worship to me is not just, we're singing songs. Mm. It's not, I don't think worship is limited to we're singing songs and we're yeah. lifting yeah. our hands yeah. and clapping yeah. and maybe jumping around Screaming, me hey, hey you know, <laughs> like <laughs> crazy yeah, how we do. like <laughs> uh, to me i think worship is is and really should be a lifestyle to me like i like i had mentioned earlier to me worship is and you said it as well like recognizing who god is and who i am mm-hmm. and giving thanks to god for who he is, you know, because he saved me because, you know, he redeemed me and so on. But I think it's just a lifestyle. I think worship is a daily choice Mm -hmm. to make um, a mindset, uh, a heart, like a heart posture of like, God, I'm going to, I'm going to give you glory. Um, I'm going to thank you in the midst of every single day, in the midst of whatever it is I go through or whatever it is, that each day looks like mm. uh, I'm gonna give you thanks because because you're worthy of giving thanks to you know you're worthy of praise mm. um and I think it's a habit and I said that really I'm, <laughs> I'm taking Hebrew right now, bro. <laughs> it's coming out I'm learning I'm learning Hebrew right now. I'm like habit, habit? <laughs> 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 um,
2: Professor bit over here. Let's go uh,
1: I'm like, I'm a scholar but um yeah I'm thinking, uh anyway um I think I think worship is a ha- is a habit you know every single day of just giving thanks to God a heart posture of giving thanks um and I think the I guess the corporate worship setting I guess within the four walls of the church within the church I think is a an out or should be or is a manifestation of uh, a lifestyle of worship and a devotion to the worship in your personal life. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, um, I think the church um, worships like the, the flow of worship, I guess, is poured out from an individual, you know, the individual influences that the, the, the plural i guess the multitude you know mm-hmm. and really so i think coming from a place of of me worshipping helps and influences my neighbor in worshipping and encourages my neighbor in his daily life of worship and i think that's where the church um should be like not looking for just like limiting worship to my you know, the church walls, mm-hmm. but limit, but instead, no, I'm living a lifestyle of worship in that I'm giving thanks to God daily and I'm worshiping God by following His commandments, by following His, uh, uh His word, His, um, you know, reading His word and doing the, His will rather than my will. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's more of a, I think it's more of an everyday act that you can do step by step. And, I don't think it's limited, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Michaela. Um, what are your perspectives on that? Yeah.
2: And, like, the individual side of worship?
0: Yeah. It's kind of like the the. the kind of what Obi was saying about, like, the culture of worship and just kind of, like, the habit of worship. Like, it's not just within the church walls kind of thing.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I think, especially as a worship team member. Yeah. As a musician oh, and sure. as, a, as a worship leader,
1: mm-hmm.
2: if you are going to be, what comes out on stage is what happens in your personal day-to-day mm. devotional life. With Jesus. So you don't just get up on stage and lead a, a whole congregation of worship and not spend that same amount of time individually with yeah. God and prayer and listening to him, spending time with him. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's the key, honestly to allowing the presence of God to, to be evident in a corporate gathering is having genuine hearts of worship that, were, that are full and ready for God's presence to come. And that comes from already knowing yeah. him and understanding his presence and building relationship with him. And, um, yeah, I think there's a verse in Philippians 4, 6 to 7. Cool. I'm going to read it. But <laughs> it, it, says, it, it says, do not do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer, or petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And what is worship? Worship is thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And kind of going back to what you said earlier about, um, like, how when you're in tough times and you come to God with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Actually, we're going to talk about this a little more later, like the power of mm-hmm. worship. But I think also as an individual person worshiping Jesus, when you come to God in thanksgiving, he 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 gives you peace in return. Mm-hmm. And I think individually, when you worship or when you're sitting in the presence of God or reading the scripture or praying or whatever that looks like, worshiping can be anything as long as it's glorifying God. But when you come in in doing that in thanksgiving and out of a place of thankfulness, Mm -hmm. God in in return gives you peace and understanding. And I think those are a few things that for me individually, like for me, myself personally, looks like with worship. Mm -hmm. And what like, what I've noticed as, especially as a person that has led worship, when I don't spend time with Jesus, thanking him, I notice that when I go to lead worship, I'm not, I'm not filled and ready to right. pour out. I don't have God's peace.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I think that's such an important part of any ministry is that, not, are, not only are you coming on a Sunday morning to be fed, but you're actually getting the meat for yourself. Yeah. You're diving into scripture and praying or worshiping God on your own or whatever that looks like. Um, because then that fills you and makes you ready to pour out.
0: Mm. Yeah, like that's actually a really good way of looking at it. Because, yeah, I, like I said, I've never led worship, I've never um, like <laughs> been in that capacity, but I can definitely see how important it is for it to be an individual life of worship especially if you're leading in any capacity in ministry because you are pouring out you are pouring out not just like physically you're like you're actually like kind of you can kind of feel drained physically at the end of like a a day at church or something because you're constantly doing stuff but also spiritually you can feel kind of burnt out and dry if you're not having that refilling time just on your own with god and yeah it's so easy to kind of view I think I have a thought. I'm trying to find a good way to communicate it.
1: Communicate, communicate it. Uh, <laughs>
0: communicate. In ministry, it can be so easy to turn it into just a job rather mm. than That's like really something that spiritually you are invested in and something that God is using you to pour out his spirit on, you know, cause like, that's one thing I've always kind of been afraid of when it comes to ministry is that if i okay if I were to get hired on as a church in any capacity, if I were to be a minister or fill in the blank, I know there's a risk that I could view this as just a job rather than seeing it as God sees it as something that is something I have to steward with God. It's not just mine, and it's not just a job there's so much more writing on this than just a paycheck or Fulfilling some kind of um, yeah. natural duty, like there's a spiritual accountability I have to God in that, and right, right. I think so many pastors can shift into that mindset of oh, I'm a pastor, and this is just my job, rather than mm. this is my life. This is this is what God has given me to do with my life. This is the task He's given me, and I think the only way to avoid that happening is to live a life of worship and to live a life in close communion with God and to make sure that that relationship, first and foremost, doesn't grow stale. Because if that relationship grows stale, then you lose perspective on your ministry. You lose perspective on just life in general. So like not even just in a ministry sense, but even just in a life sense, no matter what you're doing in life, it's so Mm -hmm. easy to let your life just grow stale if you're losing that perspective. It's so easy with God, you know, if, if you lose that connection, like all of life kind of begins to lose its meaning. I know for myself, whenever, like I'm in a tough season and I kind of, I make decisions that kind of sever me from God and I kind of turn the opposite way, even just a little bit. I notice how my entire life begins to look so much bleaker and so much darker. But as soon as that connection is restored, like it kind of, the, the whole saying of like when you're with God, like mountains melt like wax, and like He just calms the storm with one word. <laughs> and that's just how it's like, honestly. Sometimes, <laughs> if you're with God, and then mountains melt. Legit, like wax. legit, <laughs> that's legit. How it feels sometimes. You have like this, especially because like I deal with anxiety to a certain degree. I think a lot of people do, and most people do. Mm-hmm. Like we yeah. have like these mountains that we form in our minds, and we just fix our eyes on these mountains. Mm-hmm. And then, as soon as we're in the presence of God, like those mountains just become nothing, because this mountain in comparison yeah. to God is just so small and it just melts. It's just kind of like, okay, what's this situation in comparison to God? And I'm getting off off of track from yeah. worship. And I think, in order to keep that perspective in the right place, worship has to play a huge part in that. And and, that, and worship is like we said before acknowledging who god is acknowledging his character acknowledging Mm -hmm. his attributes and acknowledging what he's done Mm -hmm. and worship kind of like what you were saying michaela isn't just kind of like on the stage it's not just music but it is also just in your every life choice and obi was saying this too it's kind of like every morning waking up and just kind of being like you know my life is yours every decision i make i want to submit this to you because there's also a scripture that yeah it says that god doesn't want your sacrifices, he wants your obedience, and I think that obedience is another form yeah, of worship. It really and is this, your everyday choices, okay. you know, as long as you're submitting those to God, like that's worship, you know, like singing songs and praising that's worship. But another avenue of <laughs> worship is just how you live your life in this obedience, you yeah. know, and, and listening to God every step of the way and just submitting your path to Him every step of the way.
2: That's mm-hmm.
0: really good. There's,
1: there's a there's power in worship, isn't there? When did you yeah. say so? <laughs> i say <said> so. <laughs> There's power in worship. I go through some times. And even right now, like I have, like we're, we're on, this, on this show, aren't we? And for this past month and a half or so, I've been going through a pretty difficult time. And I honestly, man, I can't get through the day without... Some kind mm-hmm. of worship or some kind of giving gratitude to God. Yeah. Like it is there is so much power. And like you were saying, you kind of touched on it, like you have anxious hearts sometimes, or you know, we're going when we're talking about like going through things, um, and it's not because like we worship God, you owe me anything, like Michaela said, God, God yeah. doesn't owe us anything, but there's a there's a certain kind of um power in in choosing to praise God. Choosing to give him glory um, that just comes uh, um, when you do just like sitting that heart posture of thankfulness there's power and there's kind of there's power in in, in surrender um in worship worship I think takes surrender because I think um worshipping god um, it, it takes surrender because it's denying you and kind of denying your like my goodness and my um, kind of taking my pride away and just saying, "Okay, God, you're greater than I am." Um, kind of how I just said in the beginning, like understanding who we are, um, to God and just, "Okay, God, you're greater than I am. Um, you're stronger than I am. You know more than I am. You're in control and mm-hmm. I'm not. Um, you are, et cetera, et cetera, and it's just more of I, I think there's when when you when we kind of come down and understand that i think there's a power that comes through and just kind of like a a grace and uh like the like just like a kind of um releasing that happens of okay now yeah like now you know god has is is you know not that god isn't on our side before but god is mm-hmm. doing something here mm-hmm. and and you said, like, before, even when you don't feel something, like, I don't feel like worshiping, or even, like, you had the question of, like, when I'm worshiping, and I don't feel anything, is that, am I really worshiping? Mm-hmm. Is God actually doing something in this moment? And I think, um, I think, as long as, I mean, I said earlier from the heart posture of, like, yeah, you're thanking God, and you're praising Him. And almost what you said, He doesn't owe you anything, so if the nothing happens, then does something need to happen? Mm. You know, almost just like, no, you just gave thanks to God. You praise God. And that's all you can do. You know, because I said earlier, yeah. he's worthy of worship. Um, and so I think there's a, there's a, a power of God that comes through in worship. Um, and I feel like if, if no one's ever experienced that power of God, it's really easy. And, and if you're listening for the first time, Anyone that's listening for the first time, or anyone that maybe you've never even walked to a into a church, and you've never seen a worship like how we're talking about, or never experienced that kind of thing, um, I would encourage you: don't be afraid by it. Don't be scared. Like it's scary sometimes, as like a new believer, for some people to kind of walk into a church and see this whole nother like realm, this whole nother world. Um, but I would just encourage people, yeah, just mm-hmm. just press it in
2: mm-hmm.
1: and just give thanks to God and, and be all in and just give him glory. Um, it's really easy to be like, whoa, I didn't like that or I don't or it's really easy for me as a musician to just mm-hmm. like listen to the music and just like see how they're playing and stuff like that. But no, like I got to take a step back and just no, I'm giving thanks to God and, uh, and I'm going to worship God and um But anyway, there's there's a power of God, like when you like as you said, God, like the Bible says, God inhabits the Mm praises of His people, like He really does. He really does. And and we've seen it time and time again going to church. He really, he really does Mm -hmm. show up, Um, and not that he can't show up when you're just praising God one on one. Um, and we can talk about that more. Um. But, but there's a, there's a power, there's a releasing. God is there, and even when you don't think it, God is there. Um, He loves. I think He loves to listen to you praise Him. He loves listening to our praises. He loves hearing us worship Him. Like that's what we're made to do. We're made to worship. Mm. We're we're beings that are made to worship God. Mm-hmm. And when we are worshiping God, we're living almost like living out our purpose
0: in life.
2: Yeah,
1: that's true. Mm.
0: What do you think, Michaela? Yeah. I ask you what you thought, but you're already going. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, there's breakthrough power mm-hmm. in worship. I mean, it talks about in the Bible, like when they would go to war, of the nations who they would send first were their worshipers and they would go first and they would praise god and declare like like god's victory over the battle before it even started and why is that because god's already won the battle Mm -hmm. for our lives like the kingdom is already his like he's already won and when we come and we declare victory god's victory over our situation it allows God to come break through because we're, a, we're 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 breaking off the enemy's hold by declaring God's victory that's already been established over our situations. And there's been so many times where in a worship setting or like when we worship or, or we worship over a situation or we come at God and we worship, like healings mm-hmm. take place. Um, addictions break off. There's so many things that can happen in a worship mm-hmm. setting. And... Um, It says in uh, that one verse where where two or three are gathered in my name, Mm -hmm. there am I with them. And when we all are gathered, not that just being like Obed was saying, like individually, not that God can't come show up and heal you individually, but there's power when us as a body of Christ come together and worship, God's there. God's presence is there. He says he's there and he shows up. And and when he does, he, he manifests in all of his power, and all of his mm-hmm. glory. And um, there is another scripture in Hebrews 12, 28 through 29. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming mm-hmm. fire. And so when we come and we worship, we're we're talking about God's kingdom that is not shaken. So when you have a situation, let's say someone's sick or financially you don't know what's you don't mm-hmm. have, you're hopeless for I don't know, like a school situation or or for your family, when you come and you worship God, you're declaring God's unshakable kingdom and his yeah. glory over your situation. And there's power and there's and there's mm-hmm. breakthrough in that. And we already have victory in mm-hmm. Jesus. And so when we come and we enter his gates with thanksgiving and we come and we, we storm the gates of heaven and declare God's victory, mm-hmm. he shows up and breakthrough happens.
0: I like that. I like that perspective. Like, yeah, the power in worship can be manifested in a lot of different ways. And one of those ways, like you were saying, is like you see healings take place, you see addictions broken, you see like supernatural things happen, like for sure, and 100%. And when those things happen, like they, they leave a mark on people, like for, like 100%. And for the rest of their lives, they'll always remember that time God showed up and healed somebody or God showed up and did that. And I think we should all hey, You know on. what's
2: cool with it? Wait, wait, one more thing. You know what's cool? Mm. You know what's cool about worship? Is that it goes beyond cultural yeah. boundaries. Like there's something about worship that does that like goes past like language barriers, cultural barriers. The presence of God shows yeah. up the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think like one of the most powerful things in spreading the gospel like worldwide isn't worship Mm. because it meets people where they're at, where, where they're at. God comes and meets you Mm. where you're at. Despite cultural barriers or language barriers, God, God's presence comes and shows up to you the same. Mm.
0: Yeah. Like when I look back on like my life, at least, and like the different worship services I've been in that have been in different languages. I'm sure you guys have all been in different worship services that have been in different languages like i don't understand a word they're saying but there's (laughs) like a palpable feel god is there like i remember like when i was in yeah i was in uganda and the first church service i went to i was there i was there earlier and like the worship team was just kind of practicing you know there was no no none of the usual things you're used to in, in like north america like the lights you know the fog machines or whatever then the, you know, the, the the nice screens and everything, it was just really raw and just, you know, was what it was. And I just was there, I sat down, and I was just listening to them worship, and I didn't understand a word they were saying. And I remember just feeling something in the room that I just couldn't explain. And I, I remember just kind of leaning over and putting my head in my hands, and I just started bawling. Because I was just like, there's yeah. something in this room that I, I can't explain. And I, 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 now looking back, I know it was just the presence of God was there. But I didn't know what they were saying. I had mm-hmm. no idea what they were singing or what they were <laughs> even like singing about. But I knew that it was worship. And just the spirit behind their worship mm-hmm. was impacting me and was hitting me. Even though I had no idea what they were saying. Or another instance in which... I was at a Spanish worship night, you know, with, with manna house and stuff. And they were singing songs that were hitting me, you know,
2: hitting me hard. And I was like, Holy
0: smokes. I don't know what they're saying, but there's something about what there's like the spirit behind it. That's hitting me. And I think. Mm -hmm. That's so unique to worship is that no matter what language Mm -hmm. you're speaking, no matter what culture you're from, no yeah. matter what you believe there's something that hits about it and yeah yeah just worship yeah the best way to describe worship is that god inhabits his, god inhabits the praises of, of his people and when the praise is genuine and the worship is genuine god's there and kind of to what obi was saying about like yeah like they were talking to you, you don't want to worship but god shows up because it's selfless because there's like a there's a There's a dimension of surrender in worship because there are moments where you don't feel like it. There are moments where you you have like nothing to give. Sometimes you're like, I, I have nothing to sing about. Like there's just so much frustration or pain. And I think that when breakthrough happens in those moments it's not always because your situation changes, but it's because your perspective changes your perspective is no longer on what's happening around you but it's on who god is it's on the miracle worker it's on the king of the universe it's on the one who saved you and when that happens kind of like what i said earlier but like the mountains melting like wax because you compare the mountain to your god and you're just like wow this mountain is tiny in comparison so why am i worried why am i stressed why am i frustrated why am i scared when i serve a god like this because if God is for me. Who can be against yeah, me? Greater yeah. is He who is in me than He who is in the world. So why am I scared? Why am I worried? Yeah, that's yeah. so good.
2: That was really cool. And
0: I think the most impactful moments in my life, in terms of like worship, were moments that I didn't want to worship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, were moments where I was like, I got nothing to give, but what I have, I'll give it. Oh, come on. And that was good. Yeah. It is yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's in those moments that God just shows up because it's not like it's no longer easy to worship in that moment. It's no longer just kind of like, I can't just go through the motions anymore. Mm -hmm. Now it's requiring me to go somewhere deep within myself Mm -hmm. and deep within my spirit to connect with God and reaffirm who he is. Even though my situation doesn't always align with who I think he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are moments where our situations kind of like are at odds with God, which are mm-hmm. like, Oh, I believe God is good. And I believe God is faithful. And I believe God is always with me, but why do I feel so alone? Why did this thing just happen to me? Why am I, why is all these things feeling like they're, like they're against me? How can I say that God is good? But in moments of worship, you just continue to reaffirm it despite your situation yeah. That's where God shows up. Because you look around, you look, I think the best example of that is David's life. Mm,
2: that's good. To be
0: honest, yeah. like David is known for being a worshiper. David is known for being a man after God's own heart. And I think he gets that title because there are so many points in his life where he is at rock bottom, but he's he's still worshiping. He's still praising. He he's still offering praise to God. He's still singing for joy. Like you go through mm-hmm. the Psalms. And, like, so many of them are, like, straight-up depressing. Because, because he's, he's honest. Like, he's yeah. honest. And yeah. he's just like, worst yo, honest. I'm honest. Worst. Yeah. He's like, I... My phone just dropped. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: <getting> passionate. <laughs> he's throwing things around.
0: <laughs> Can you guys hear me now?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> but there are moments where, in his life, where he was just, like... Yo, tears are my only food. Like, yeah. I mm. I cry myself to sleep every night. And I'm so good. I feel alone. And I feel anxious. And I'm yeah. frustrated. And I'm mm-hmm. scared. And I'm angry. And I'm alone. But every time he says it, it's always at the end of that psalm. He's always like, I'm, still going, God. I'm still going to yeah. praise God. Yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. still am going to worship. I still believe you're good. And there are times where, like, I'm reading this. And, like, it's a complete 180. Completely. Like, he's talking about how depressing his situation is and how frustrated he is and how scared he is and how sad he is. And he just completely turns it around to be like, But God is still good and I'm still gonna worship and I'm still gonna praise you, my Lord, yeah. my savior, my shepherd. And it's just like, Wow, this is the same guy talking. Yeah.
2: It's and... because when you when you come to God honestly, and when you God wants us to come like as his children hurt and broken and all of our broken pieces Mm -hmm. and he wants us to come worship him and our honesty because we're being true to him yeah we're being true to him and when we come with our honest heart we can't we can't help it but end up praising and thanking him because he comes through and he heals and restores and even in that moment god's peace meets with you when Mm. you come in an honest place and you come like god like i'm angry at you or i'm hurt god Mm. i don't understand god always comes in that moment and gives peace and restoration. And by the end, you can't help but thank him and bring glory to him and know that, God, you're so, thank- you're so faithful. Mm-hmm. Like, you're so faithful to me. Mm-hmm. And I think what worship looks like in that is understanding that you don't have control. Yeah. You yeah. don't have any kind of control. And when you realize that, wow, you can't fix your situations, you can't do anything, you can't. Like, when you come to that place and realize that you can't at all, in any capacity, fix or control any part of your life anymore... You just turn to worship God and thank him and glorify him because he's the only one that can go through and fix the situations or come through and bring breakthrough or whatever. Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. I think the great thing about that too, is that it's also believing even if he doesn't change my situation. Mm
2: -hmm. I'm still going
0: to praise like my favorite verse I've been holding on to, I forget where it is. I think it's like Job 30 verse 33 or something like that. It's in that vicinity. But he said like, even if he kills me, even if he slays me, I'm still going to trust God.
2: Yeah, that's mm-hmm.
0: so good. And Joe, like, if you know Joe, he went through absolute hell. <laughs> like, the dude's Dude, life, yeah. like, he got oh, hit so hard for no reason. For no reason. And he was just kind of like, he had. if anybody had a reason to hate God, it was him. Like, in the span of, like, one day, one thing after another, it was just kind of like, he lost his family, he lost his possessions, lost his health, everything. And he was just like, just. He was like, I pretty much could just die right now. And he was like, I'm still going to love God. I'm not going to curse him. I'm not going to curse God. You know, his wife was like, just curse God and die. You know, (laughs) what a great wife she was. And he was just like, no, I'm going to continue to trust God. Even even if he kills me, even if he takes Mm -hmm. everything I have, I'm still going to trust God. And in the end, God came through. In the end, God restored everything he had lost. Like mm-hmm. even right. over yeah, and above did. what he had lost, and the thing and God, was, God didn't even.
2: Used... Go ahead. And... Yeah, you go first.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> like, the thing was, God didn't even answer the question as to why.
2: No. <laughs>
0: like, Job demanded at one point. Like he had had enough. His friends were all telling him he sucked and that he did something wrong, and that yeah. was why all these bad things happened. And he was like, you know what, God, you owe me an explanation. And yeah. God was like, no. All all God did. God doesn't owe us anything. God, that goes back to God doesn't owe us anything. Yeah, and all God did was literally just show him how awesome he was.
2: Yeah. All he did was show him
0: like creation and just be like, "Yeah, do you know about this? Do you know how I did that? Do you know how I brought the stars into place? Do you know how like the deers, like I don't know, he he brought like a bunch of nature into it and just kind of like was showing him all these different things about how amazing he was." And how far beyond Job's comprehension he was, and then Job at the end was just kind of like, "Yeah, I spoke out of turn. Like, <laughs> I take it back. Yeah. I'm sorry. You are far beyond anything I could ever understand, and I trust you. And because of that response, I think I think not, I think God restored everything He had, not even because of His response, just because of God was good.
2: I think it's also like. We can be thankful that God's going to use our suffering to, to, to build his kingdom. Yeah. God uses Job's suffering and his situation and his story to build his kingdom, to bring glory to him, mm. to, 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 read, to speak to others. And I think we could have that perspective too when we go through suffering. We can worship and thank God. Like, God, you're building a story in me right now, you're building a testimony in me right now. You're turning this to, into your glory. You're making mm-hmm. this all things good in the end. You're, you're turning this for your glory. And just like Job, we can have a perspective and hold on to the fact that, first of all, the only thing that we should, like, the only thing that fulfills us is understanding that God's our salvation and that he's our rock. And even in the midst of brokenness, that's all we need. Yeah. And having that thankfulness and understanding that in your brokenness, God's building a story in you and you have a perspective of understanding that while, wow, like, God, even if this doesn't go my way, God, you're gonna make a story out of me. You're gonna make you're gonna make a testimony out of me. Mm-hmm. And what what you do in my life, or what what suffering I go through, is gonna to speak to someone else. And I'm gonna talk about how good you were to me in the midst of it, even when it did suck, even when I didn't go my way. God, your faithfulness—it still turned out, it turned into good in the end. And we can still be have a heart of worship in the thick of it, and not even know what's gonna happen, and know God that either way. I want to worship and I want to thank you because either way, either you're going to build a testimony of healing or or you're going to have a testimony of your faithfulness and growth in my
0: life. Come on. Come on, somebody. (laughs) That was fine.
1: Yeah. But I think, I think it comes back to, and we have to wrap up soon, but I think it comes back to all of this that we've been talking about. It's, I think it's a matter of choice. Mm -hmm. Like worship is a matter of choice. Mm-hmm. we either thank God and recognize him for who he is and kind of like and know where we are, like kind of like Job and what he had to do and trust him and who he says he is, or we don't. And I think the choice we, have, we as believers or wherever we are in whatever walk of life, it's a choice that we have to make every single day of like, I'm going to choose to worship you, God. I'm going to choose to thank you. I'm going to choose to trust you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what worship is all about. It's choosing. And like you said, David, David, all the stuff that he had to go through, he'd cry himself to sleep at night and, and all those kinds of things. But like at the end, he's like, no, I'm going to give you glory anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. Like no
1: matter what, God, I'm going to worship you anyway.
2: Yeah, that's really good.
1: No matter my circumstance. I think, that's, I think that's what worship is all about. Yeah. Is giving God the glory.
0: Mm -hmm. amen 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 Amen. i think that's a good way to wrap the episode right there that's a good way to that's the that's the bow tie on top of the
2: present amen amen
0: (laughs) amen that's so far
1: um yeah and and anyone who's listening i obviously our whole point of this is we want to encourage you and if there's anything that we can encourage you is get it right now with this episode it's just Get into a daily life, or daily habit of worship, of worshiping yeah. God and giving Him thanks, giving Him glory. And like we said, it's a mind, it's a mindset, it's a heart posture, it's a, mm-hmm. a conviction to, to I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you glory, God, and I'm gonna give you praise, I'm gonna give you thanks in the midst of whatever happens, and, what, and no matter what, I'm gonna choose to give you glory. And if you've never been in a church before and you're kind of it's kind of intimidating to walk into a worship setting. But, um, I would just, I would just encourage you just to go on in, and just worship anyway. Um, mm-hmm. and just give thanks anyway. Yeah. Because, like we said, God is, God is who He says Come He is. On. He's faithful. And we believe He's faithful, and He's good, and He's righteous, and He's holy, and He cares for the pe- His people. Mm-hmm. And there's power in His name, and and all the things that He about Him and he's worthy of our worship. Mm-hmm. I just encourage you guys um worship let's worship God. Let's make that choice I mean, Come on. Um and there's if you've never heard worship music before there's plenty of worship music on Spotify where you can listen to this podcast as well. <laughs> there's plenty of music <laughs> there's plenty of worship music uh, at out a, a church. Song. Yeah. yeah there's I'm a lot here. of there's a lot of worship music and there's a lot of different styles too. Find what you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of what I mean, I guess what kind of fits your vibe, I guess, and just worship God, give Him thanks, mm-hmm. Amen. And <laughs> and I'm sure um, that God will do something in your life. Yeah, He will for sure speak to Come you. Come on, yeah. So that's a wrap. Or that's episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's a wrap.
2: Episode that's episode seven. Episode. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you for being yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot you. of fun. It was a, good a time. great time.
1: Thank you. Yeah. It was and uh, greatest. we'll see you again next week. Yes, sir. You won't see them, but you'll see them. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll we plan on having some guests on mm. every Thanks. now and then. Um, This was a fun first try. Yeah. It was good. I enjoyed it. I'm glad. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Kayla. Thank you, no Jonathan. And we'll see you all next Wednesday in the morning with OJ. We didn't have OJ this morning today. But we had some droopy, like melted shaved ice cream.
2: It kind of looks like orange juice.
1: It kind of looks like orange juice. <laughs> but, but anyway, way too expensive.
2: Way too expensive. Way too expensive. Way too expensive. Orange juice. <laughs> <Four hours. laughs> Nineteen dollars. Don't ever
1: do it. Yeah, but anyway. But this thank guy you all. Paid for it. <laughs> thank you all, and have a good week. of the point 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 of the